Hi there, I'm Stefan Eady, Assistant Head of School for Academic Resources at Darlington, and welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the Teaching and Learning Center and Darlington's Accelerated Learning Program for Dyslexic Students. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. I'm joined by the director of the Teaching and Learning Center, Scott Green, and his wife, coordinator of the Accelerated Learning Program and a Learning Center specialist here at Darnton. Welcome, Scott and Tanya. Thank you for having us, Stefan. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, we're here today to talk about uh, the Learning Center, which is a big program here at Darnton. It's been here a long time, and I thought maybe we just jump right into it with Scott talking about what the Learning Center actually is for those who may not be familiar. Uh, sure. The Learning Center is a program that's uh, been around probably 15 years or more. It's an endowed program for Darlington. And our our goal essentially in the Learning Center is to support those students with diagnosed learning challenges or ADHD. Um, Our our plan is to, as much as possible, level the playing field for these students. Uh, These students are very bright students. They're students that um, have possibly struggled in school before just because of the way that the schools have been set up. Uh, They're students that um, excel in many areas, but also have struggles in some areas. So our goal as learning specialists and the program as a whole is to support these students in any way they need to make sure they reach their academic potential here at Darlington. So about how many students are we serving right now in this program? Uh, Right now we have in the lower school, which comprises of grades pre-K through um, fifth grade, and and considering also sixth through eighth grade, we have about 65 students in the Learning Center. Uh, in our high school, we have about another 70 students. Now, some of those students uh, meet with us each and every day. Some students are on a consult program where they're receiving accommodations in their classes for their testing and things like that, but don't actually meet with us all the time. So we have different levels uh, of support that we give these students. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, this has really become a, a great opportunity for Darlington to serve lots of different students. And, and I know if we, we've kind of go back in time a little bit to when uh, you and Tanya, uh, and, and actually a lot of members of the Learning Center came to Darnton in 2017, um, I was new in this role and um, I was trying to learn all I could about the Learning Center and um, I went to a workshop uh, given by Brenda Fitzgerald at the time, uh, who's well known in the dyslexia community, and um, I came out with wide open eyes. I mean, I had, I had learned so much about dyslexia, uh, although I'd heard that word all my life. Um, I learned so much about uh, what it actually meant and how capable those students were and and, and then uh, how much uh, could be done to help them be successful. Um, so, uh, you know, about that same time, we, we needed to uh, look for a new uh, director of learning center. And I came out of that thinking, I need to find somebody who can help us with this. And, and here was Scott and Tanya. We discovered you guys. And it was a great, great moment and great, great timing on our part. Um, so and you guys have a great background in dyslexia. So maybe you could just talk to us a little bit about uh, dyslexia is one component of the learning center, a learning difference, but one that we've really been focused on for the last few years. Well, b- before we get into the specifics of dyslexia, let, let us talk just a little bit about our experience with dyslexic students. Uh, Tanya and I both received our training, our Orton-Gillingham training at the Key School in Asheville, um, I guess it was year 1999. Mm-hmm. So that kind of ages us a little bit. We've been working with these students for quite a long time. Uh, Tanya's been in the classroom, and I'll let her give the details of that for a long time, working with all different types of students with learning challenges, but primarily dyslexia. And my role, more than anything, has been to 
set up programs and kind of uh, have programs start from the ground up to make sure that we're offering those kind of students the, the support that they need. Um, the thing about dyslexic students are they're very bright students and they just require uh, teaching at a different level and a different style than regular ed students. When we teach them correctly, they excel. And they, these are the kind of students we absolutely want on our campus because they're so creative, they're so bright students, and they just need that little support to, to kind of push them over the edge. I'll let Tanya talk a little bit about what dyslexia is. So dyslexia is a specific learning disability that is neurobiological, so it is not going to go away. Um, and it impacts a child's ability to break words down into their component phonemes, which is the skill involved in reading, writing, and spelling, and affects about 20% of the population and at the key school is a very specific school for that and here at Darlington what ends up happening at a lot of schools is those kids have to go to a specific school to remediate that and get the services they need we're missing a whole population of kids that we could have in a school for our arts program and our music programs and our athletes and that's why here at Darlington I think it's um, it's a, a big a big program so we can keep those students here and remediate them and give them the services they need and enhance our program overall at Darlington. So when we came in 2017, uh, within the first couple of weeks of, of our starting, I had at least three parents come to me and not requesting anything, but complaining about having to drive their students to Atlanta to get remediation for dyslexia. Um, so that got us thinking, you know, Tanya and I have worked in a lot of different programs. We started different programs, but we saw an opening here to start a program here in, in Northwest Georgia to keep these dyslexic students here at Darlington. Um, the program that we put together is kind of an amalgamation of other programs we've worked in, in over the years, whereas the students are, are working in their regular classroom for their social studies and their math and their science, but then are pulled out for literacy to work with their Orton-Gillingham specialists. Um, so when, uh, when this workshop happened that I told you about, and you coming in, it was really two big moments in my sort of career involvement with dyslexia. Um, you know, what, what I was most impressed by was the, um, the energy of the parents. Um, and then over the last three, four years of working through this program, um, the, uh, the, the change and the impact it has on the students uh, when they go through this process. And like Tanya mentioned, this is not something that goes away, but this is something that we can help students be very successful with. Uh, so maybe you can just talk a little bit about the process. What, is, what does it mean for an AOP student uh, in their day-to-day -day life here at Darlington? So when they have been tested and we know that they're dyslexic, we kind of put together an individualized program even within our class of three. We try to keep our um, numbers in, the, in those groupings three to one because we feel like that's um, kind of the, the market number there for success. And they come out of their literacy classes um, that are, so the other kids are having literacy in their class and we, we use the Orton-Gillingham method. Um, supporting a sequence that we have developed here at Darlington that we feel like is appropriate for the needs of all our students. And we just take them through the sequence at the rate that they need to go. So they may go beyond even what they, um, where their grade level is perhaps. Uh, and as Tony said, what we hear from t teachers typically is after being in the program two or maybe three years, our students, their dyslexic students are typically more advanced in grammar they're more advanced in being able to break down new words. We start with morphology at a very young age, which is how words are put together. So when these students see new words they've never seen before, they have those skills to draw upon to be able to break them down. So these students, as they progress on into high school, and they're taking the SAT and the ACT, 
see words they've never seen before, but they know word origins. They know how to break the words down. Therefore, they can figure out the meaning of these words even though they've never seen the words before. So our dyslexic kids, in a lot of ways, are a bit advanced over our regular education students. And then as a learning specialist, we follow them into their regular classrooms and support the teachers as well for the, the best ways to approach um, any subject that they're in to help them be successful outside of the ALP program. So you all have mentioned Orton-Gillingham a couple of times, and uh, I want to make sure our listeners are familiar with what that means. I mean, that, that is an approach, uh, a pretty researched and long-standing approach to teaching reading, if I'm saying that cor- correctly. Um, and it works really well for teaching dyslexic students, but you all have also recognized that it works well for teaching all students. And that's what's really interesting to me as I, over the years, become you know a little more competent in understanding of the Learning Center itself and how it works with students, since that these best practices really work well for all students. Um, and so you guys wrote a grant to put together, to, and, it, and it's not just for dyslexic students. It was to train all of our teachers. Tell me a little bit about why you felt that was important for Darlington. Well, the programs we've worked in in the past, um, there are schools for just dyslexic students where every teacher is thoroughly trained in Orton-Gillingham, so they're getting that service in every one of their classes, not just literacy. There are schools that pull students out just for literacy and then they send them back to their other classes, but it has limited success because if those other teachers in the regular ed classes are not trained, the dyslexic kids seem to fall behind in those classes. So when we started this program, the first thing we wanted to do was to make sure every teacher in our lower school was trained in, in at least the classroom educator version of Orton-Gillingham. So we had a Orton-Gillingham fellow that Tanya and I had worked with in Asheville come down for a four-day workshop, and this is an intense four-day workshop. And every teacher, every assistant, every librarian, and every administrator in lower school went through this program. So we, we wanted to make, ensure that the students, when they leave their Orton-Gillingham class with their literacy teacher, can have the same success in their other classes. So the workshop talked about best practices, it talked about dyslexia, they talked about the strengths of dyslexic students and where they may have some issues to make sure all these teachers were aware so they could support them as well. And then those teachers, when they need, reach out to Tanya and the other learning specialists for additional support. So what we've seen, we're in year three of the program, that these students are doing very well across the board, not just in their reading. Um, And I think the the training they received in Orton-Gillingham has been a big part of that. And having those teachers, pre-K through five especially, trained in Orton-Gillingham has really had an impact, wouldn't you say, on every student at Darlington? Sure, and, and we've now switched over to teaching reading using the Orton-Gillingham method. So all of our pre-K, kindergarten, first and second grade teachers are using this method to teach reading. So what I'm seeing when I'm seeing um, psychological testing results coming back, even for our newly diagnosed dyslexic students, that many of their scores are way higher than a dyslexic student typically would be because they've already been getting it in the regular classroom. So when we pull them out and start working with them in the OUT program, it just enhances what they've received already. And now we're seeing students who are choosing Darlington even in the high school because of this program? Sure, and and that has become a regular thing in the past two or three years. Um, By training these teachers, and, and we also did training with our middle school and our high school teachers, so everybody on the campus has had some exposure to the Orton-Gillingham method and the dyslexic mind. Because of that, we're receiving even new high school students because the awareness for, for dyslexia has been heightened on the campus to where all teachers have understanding of the best practices and, and the dyslexic students. So we're getting high school students, even some who've never been remediated, but we have a learning center that follows them all the way through high school. They feel they can be successful here, and, and for the most part, they've been very successful. 
And Tanya, we've had uh, this program in place long enough to see some students move all the way through to this point. And so, what would you say, how would you describe our outcomes at this point? Um, I think um, it's been very successful, and I think that you know the key component leaving is certainly you want the child to be um, have success in reading and spelling, and but more than that is understanding their dyslexia and understanding how their brain works and what they need. From teachers, I think some of our teacher, um, some of our students, are really good about seeking the teacher out and saying, "This is really hard for me. How can I, you know, change it? How can I, you know, be supported better in the classroom? Or can I listen to this um, as an audible book instead of having to read it?" They become um, advocates for themselves, and I think that is one of the number one. Um, ways we look at the students to see if they are ready to to be to transition out not so much the numbers you know in the paper the percentages and how they're doing that is a, a component of that but um, our largest group will be transitioning this year and it's it's, it's exciting a Darlington student is made up of many things none of which are average Darlington is helping me develop my interests, passions, and pursuits because they believe every individual has something to contribute. And only when you're 100% you are you 100% Darlington. Hi, I'm Owen Payne, a four-year boarding student from Emergy, Georgia, who is very involved in Darlington's theater program. I am 55% admirable actor, 33% show-stopping singer, and 12% car enthusiast, which makes me 100% Darlington. Find out how you can be 100% Darlington, too, by requesting a personal campus tour at www.darlingtonschool.org visit or contacting admissions at darlingtonschool.org. Well, you know, Darlington's all about empowering its students to learn with passion, and I think that's what I love most about this program. Uh, and I love, again, going back to, the, to, to my own beginnings with this, uh, the fact that uh, this is a, a group of students that we can continue to serve. Uh, we were looking at the time at this being our own students, making sure that we didn't have to see them drive, having to drive to Atlanta every day, and we're looking for new students. It is a, um, it is a, a difference that affects many students. Uh, about 20% of the population, is, is that correct? That's Some correct. of the numbers I've heard. Um, so it's wonderful that Darlington is able to, to create this program to serve uh, you know, a larger part of our community. Um, and, and I think it's a great opportunity also to integrate that experience into a school rather than have to go somewhere else on pause for a couple of years uh, before returning back to, to the uh, full school community. And, and one of the great things about Darlington that is unique to Darlington is that they have the learning center that spans pre-K through 12th grade. So when these students are finished with the Orton-Gillingham program and transition out, they're still supported all the way through high school and truly into that first year of college. Uh, when students are ready to transition to college, we also have a program where we meet with them, have them contact the learning center at their college, I share information with them as far as best practices and things like that that have worked for that student. And they ensure that they get their accommodations there in the first year of college too. Um, what we've seen is most every college now has some form of learning center that can support these students. And we've worked with a lot of schools who are very excited to take our dyslexic students because they add so much to the campus. So for those parents out there listening right now that want to learn more about dyslexia or uh, our program in particular, if they're already to that point, um, what, what's, the, what's the suggestion? What's the next steps for those? Well, probably the first step would be to contact either admission program here in Darlington or contact me. Many students and, and their parents have a lot of questions, especially when they've been uh, newly diagnosed. It's a very scary time for parents a lot of times. Tanya and I see a lot of parents who are 
who are kind of exasperated because they've seen the, the struggles they've had in school. They've now been diagnosed as dyslexic, and many of them see that as a very negative thing to start with. So we'd like to bring them in. Tanya and I will meet with them, and the first thing we do is put their fears at rest. We say, now, now your child has a superpower that most kids do not have. Your child's brain is wired differently. He will see things in a way that you will never see them. He'll be creative in a way that you can't possibly be. It's a wonderful thing, and if you look at we start listing people, famous people who are dyslexic, and the list goes on and on to CEOs of companies and actors and musicians and architects and some of the most powerful and successful people in the, in the world started out as dyslexic and really struggled in school. So that helps them see that, okay, this isn't a negative thing. This can actually be turned around to a positive thing. And then we talk with the students to make sure they don't see it as, as a handicap, that they see it as something that they can really build upon. So contacting the admissions office, then contacting Tanya and I is best best first steps. That sounds great. I know there's more information available on our website, uh, including a great video of uh, the both of you. Uh, so for those listening and want to see a little bit of it in action, that's an opportunity there as well. Um, so that's great. Uh, I really appreciate you guys, um, you know, bringing this program to Darlington, helping us grow this, uh, helping us serve the needs of this particular part of the community. Um, I think it's made a great difference here, and I know it's going to continue to do that. Um, so thank you so much for that, and also thank you for your time uh, today on the podcast. Um, and uh, thanks for all you guys listening out there for tuning into this episode of the Darlington Podcast. Uh, tune in each week wherever you like to listen to podcasts, and uh, don't forget to subscribe. Check out today's show notes at www.darntonschool.org slash podcast. We can actually put some links up there about dyslexia uh, and a great book, I think, that we've all uh, been recommended to read. Um, and then um, if you have any questions about today's programs or ideas for a future episode, send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org, and uh, we will continue to put these things together for everybody. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication, advancement, and IT teams, and the intro music is student-produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org podcast.